Today, we're going to talk about which five teams are going to emulate a vacuum cleaner the most. Welcome to an episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to do Packers say, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Teams go grassy. And yes, it's that time of the year. We are in the depths of the offseason. July is nearly upon us. Camp is somewhat on the horizon, but we still got a long ways to go. And so we're going to take a look right at the end of June at which teams I think are going to suck the absolute most. What five teams are going to be the worst this season? Before we get to that, I want a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side of things, we have Wumbo Lombardi up in their membership. And on the YouTube membership side, we have BH joining the Grassy Posse Plus. A big shout out and thank you to you both. So before we dive into this list, before we get into the top five, I want to do a little bit of an honorable mention. And... A little bit of a caveat. The caveat being is that I do think that these teams are going to suck. I think that there might be one or two that could actually surpass expectations. But basically what I'm trying to do in this video is who is going to be number one through five next year in the 2023 NFL draft. That's what I'm looking for. And my honorable mention here, and I'm going to say they get just outside the top five. And that's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know I crapped a lot on you for the free agency and completely destroying the wide receiver market, but I think with a new coach, you get some ice cream. Trevor Lawrence, maybe he's going to take that next step in his sophomore year. You did get a lot of free agents, some of them mid, but you gave him a lot of money, but you got free agents thinking that maybe things could be a little bit better there. So I'm actually not going to predict you being in the bottom five next year. And so... With that being said, starting off with number five, we're going to stick with the Cats, though, and we are going to go with the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers. Um, a bit of limbo right now. They went and got Golden Corral, Matt Corral, got him out of the draft. Sam Darnold still <laughs> is on the team. And the thing is, last year, I thought the Panthers could be a sleeper team. They started the season undefeated, looking real good, and then they came back to earth very, very quickly. Now, this team recently has invested a ton into their defense, basically an entire draft worth into their defense. They spent their first pick this past draft on offensive line, which was severely needed because their offensive line was terrible, and maybe that didn't help Sam Darnold. I'm not saying Sam Darnold's good, but that definitely did not help his ineptitude. And, of course, you have Christian McCaffrey, who is great for playing three or four games a season, but there really has to start being questions about his long-term health here and how long is he going to be able to be a viable player on a football team when he just keeps on exploding. So, but why do I think that they're going to be bad? Well, they were 29th in points per game when it came to their offense, so that's a start. Christian McCaffrey back, that could help a little bit, but I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. They're also 21st in points allowed per game on defense, so so they do have a very young defense, but they are going to need to take the next step. I don't think Matt Rule is going to be the guy to do it. I think he's kind of just a lame duck at this point, and 
they're probably going to let him go unless the Panthers have a miraculous turnaround, which I don't think is going to happen under him. I think you could see a new head coach and potentially a new franchise QB drafted next season. I'm sure Matt Corral is going to get every opportunity to start. I don't know if this is a great position for him to succeed, but yeah, I don't think the Panthers are going to be very good this season. Number four, you got the Chicago Bears. And this is the team, because like it's easy for me to crap on the Bears, right? It's Chicago Bears. And I almost replaced them with the Jaguars here. And I think I was just trying to talk myself into not slamming on the Bears too hard because it'll just come off as being a homer. But then going back and looking at their last season and looking at what season they have in front of them, the personnel they have on their team, it's going to be an uphill battle. They have a completely new regime there, new head coach, which thank God for them, new GM, which again, thank God for them. And you look at that and go, okay, so that's improvement. But good God, man, Poles inherited a mess. He really did. Their cap space this year is atrocious. It's going to be a lot better next year. But because of that, they had to make some cuts. Khalil Mack obviously traded to the Chargers. That's going to hurt a little bit, though. I know Bears fans, well, some Bears fans will come out and say, ah, he was past his prime anyway. It doesn't really matter. Plus, Robert Quinn had the season that he did last year, which was amazing. But Allen Robinson is gone, which I know you really couldn't tell because last year it looks like he just gave up at some points, especially against that game with the Packers. But not only is he gone, but that offensive line is super suspect at this point. You've got to pray that Tevin Jenkins is that guy. They drafted four offensive linemen in this draft, even though they did it at the very end. So maybe one of them can work out. But with that offensive line, not really that great. Their wide receiver core, not so great. It's going to be tough for Justin Fields to kind of get his feet underneath him. Now, Justin Fields definitely showed some potential last year, made some good plays, but it's going to be about can this coaching staff guide him into being a better QB and kind of just develop him the right way? Because as I said last year, when they drafted him, I said, listen, that offensive line is going to get him killed. I know that Bears fans were clamoring for him to start, but they were not doing him any favors. And so Bears fans shouldn't even be worried about wins and losses this year. The only thing that they should be worried about is is Justin Fields our guy? Because if he's not, that's a big old problem. Last year, their defense, which is usually the staple of the Bears, 22nd in points allowed per game. On offense, they were 27th in points scored per game. It's just, it's a big yikes all around. So they're definitely in a rebuild. No one's expecting the Bears to be amazing, but I really wouldn't be surprised if they're one of the five worst teams this season. Again, maybe Justin Fields can have himself a nice season and they pull themselves out of that spot, but... Yeah, for this season, things are not looking so great for the Bears. Number three, you got the Seattle Seahawks. Woof. Okay, so it's June, and we don't know who the QB of the Seattle Seahawks is going to be. Is it going to be Baker Mayfield? Maybe they make a trade. Apparently, the Seahawks are still interested. Is it going to be Geno Smith? Is it going to be Drew Locke? If it's any of those last two, good luck. This season might be a little bit rough. Now, I will say, the thing that... I'm kind of hedging my bets on with the Seahawks is their run game should still be good. Guys coming back from injury, they also drafted some running backs. They were 11th in the league when it came to rushing yards. So I expect their run game to still be pretty decent. They also invested in offensive line in the draft. However, I don't know what they're going to do with the QB position. If they get Baker Mayfield, there's definitely a possibility that they are not one of the worst five teams next season. But if they don't, I don't know how effective they're going to be with Geno Smith and Drew Locke. You look at how Drew Locke performed 
in Denver. And yes, they had a very inept offensive coordinator, but he had good wide receivers around him and he was just not able to move the ball. You look at like Teddy Bridgewater, basically the same thing. And it's the same exact thing here. You have great receivers in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but if the guy can't get the ball to him, it's a problem. Then again, you look at their defense, 28th in points allowed per game last season, which is horrendous. The Legion of Boom days are very, very much in the past. And so the Seahawks are another team. They're another franchise that are definitely going to be rebuilding. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to trade for Baker Mayfield, say, okay, let's see what the kids got. If that doesn't work out, they try to draft a franchise QB next season. But either way, this is a rebuild season. Number two, you got the Houston Texans. Now, before I crap on the Houston Texans, Davis Mills um, definitely struggled at times. There's definitely some games he did not look good. But I would say amongst all the rookie QBs, he definitely was not the worst. And he probably was one of the better ones. That being said, Guy really does not have a lot of weapons. It's a joke when you were doing mock drafts on PFF and it said that the Texans needed everything. They were not kidding. They definitely do. They go and they address some key spots in the draft, but the Houston Texans, they definitely need help. They, they got rid of Deshaun Watson, even though those problems might not be completely gone, but this team is in for a long rebuild. Brandon Cooks got extended because they want to focus on him because he's actually doing pretty well on the Texans. And Davis Mills can definitely be solid, but... I think that this is the really only chance he's going to get because if not, the Texans are going to move on from him and say, hey, let's go and get a franchise QB next draft. Last season, they struggled on defense and offense. They were 27th in points allowed per game. And on scoring offense, they were 30th in points scored per game. So the Texans need a lot of help. And I know Houston fans are looking at this going, okay, like let's just evaluate this season because this is going to be a long, strenuous process, which is a shame considering they thought they had their franchise guy, they had their franchise wide receiver, and hell, they had J.J. Watt too, and now that's all gone. And so... Let's just see how they rebuild, but the Texans can definitely be one of the worst, if not the worst team in the league next season. And finally, you got the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think there's a really good chance that the Atlanta Falcons are the worst team in the NFL uh, this upcoming season. Mark, this upcoming season. Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter. That's what they're working with when it comes to QBs. I'm sure Ritter is going to get plenty of opportunities because I don't know how long they're going to go with Marcus Mariota. Calvin Ridley, out for the year because of gambling. Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, both gone. Defense, woof. They're uh, tied for 30th worst in points allowed per game uh, last year. They got Kyle Pitts, which is nice, and they get Drake London. So, you know, whoever the QB is could potentially do some damage. Cordero Patterson, who had a breakout year last year and was the workhorse of that entire team, they're just going to give him the ball. They might make him QB for a few games. Who knows? But the Atlanta Falcons are the definition of a tank and rebuild team. They kind of have nothing left at this point. They're going to try and evaluate the guys that they have to see if they have those foundational pieces. I would not be surprised if they are in the market for a franchise QB next year is Ritter is not the guy, but either way, it's going to be rough for the Falcons. But at least you don't have to choke. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think that these five teams are going to be the worst? What do you think about teams like the Jaguars, the Lions, the Jets, the Giants, the Commanders? All could be on this list. 
Let me know what you think. You can also find me at TomCrossyComedy.com or at TomCrossyComedy at all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash Comedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go Pack Go!